hello, hello. Welcome to episode number nine called Raising Confident Kids. So this episode, Kim and I are going to touch on building self-esteem and empowerment. And um, we're also going to give a few tips to parents to let them know how to empower their children and foster self-confidence within their children. So before we get started, like always, I'm going to top us off with a prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for another day, Lord God. Thank you for allowing my sister and I to gather here today, Jesus. Thank you for allowing us to wake up today, Lord God, and seize new opportunities, Jesus, and just breathe and see our families, Lord God. Lord, I want you to bless those out there, Jesus, that may need you, Lord God, those that may be yearning for you and wanting you, Lord God. I ask that you make yourself present in their lives, Lord, those that may feel lost, those that may just need a voice, some encouragement, Lord, I ask that you be there for them, Lord God, or help us to be those voices for these individuals, Jesus. I ask that you let the words flow from our minds, words from directly from you, Jesus. Let them go to our minds and flow from our mouths, Lord. In your name I pray, amen. Amen. Okay, so um, building self-esteem and confidence in our kiddos. So yeah. um, do you want to touch on maybe a tip that you've instilled in your babies? Yeah, um affirmations mm, that's, that's a good one mm -hmm. affirmations is one thing i use with building confidence with my kids and i feel like i used it more when they were in school mm -hmm. and i feel like in summer we may feel like slack off <laughs> a little yeah. bit but i know school is getting ready to start back so mm -hmm. you know before i drop them off in the morning i you know have them recite affirmations yeah I'm strong, I'm safe, yeah. I'm confident, yeah. I'm smart, I yeah. can read, I can do. So I just, you know, say different things that pour into them and things that I want them to believe about themselves. Yeah. And I want them to take ownership yeah. of those encouraging words. And, you know, the car ride every morning, that's something I would do with them to just affirm positivity mm -hmm. and just power in them same yeah mm -hmm. do you think that they take it in or sometimes do you feel like no they're not listening for real or what do you think <laughs> <laughs> so they they say it like they believe it yeah if it resonates with them now i don't you know you won't hold. leave them right yeah right and i think it's something <clears throat> that would really kind of take place over time with them yeah. but i know it's important to just feed positivity in them and then like before they go to bed I just start naming all the positive things about them. Like mm. Lennox, my youngest, you're strong, you're powerful, <laughs> you're smart. You know, yeah. some of the things that can come off negative, you know, yeah. I try to say it in a positive, positive for them and for them to take ownership of that. And like with Layla, you know, I tell her she's pretty, she's beautiful, but I also say you're strong, you're yeah. smart, yeah. you're intelligent. Yeah. You know, I just want her to believe just a range of things of about themselves and my hope is that they start to believe it for themselves and it's like not a second thought like yeah. it's not a second question yeah. you know for them if they are what about for you yeah yeah um i would do the same thing with Kay, but just like you i would do it more so as i'm dropping him off in the morning mm -hmm. before school i'll say i slacked off too but um i pretty much tell him um Kind of like to help you is kind, you is smart. <laughs> no, but I was telling you know, Paige, you're kind, you're smart, you're important. Um, and also with Kay being 
a darker skin, you know, mm-hmm. male, I will let them know, you know, your skin is beautiful. Your skin means, you know, you're strong, you're, you know, smart, you're mm-hmm. intelligent. You know, I'm just pouring into him mm-hmm. because me as a kid, I got bullied for my skin complexion. Mm-hmm. So I just want to, you know, let them know because kids can be mean, you know, if he comes across a situation where someone is bullying for his skin tone, he's struggling it off like, man, you know, I already know who I am. My mom already told me what comes with this, you know, and who I am in my skin and in my, you know, in my, just in my own skin, you know, I know who I am and um, what you saying don't matter. So I try to do that for him um, because it may be a time when that happens. Oh yeah, you know, with Casey being small, not really much yet, you know, we let her know, hey, pretty girl, you know, stuff like that. Eventually over time, you know, (laughs) we might say something to her, but yeah, um, we definitely, I try to do some affirmations for Kay. If it sticks yet, I don't know, you know, but just like you said, over time, it might stick and resonate with them and they'll be able to come back to it. Yeah. Um, I, I tried to touch on this a little bit. I know with me reading the Bible a little bit more, I catch myself reciting scriptures to Kay. Um, I haven't done it as often, but um, I try to touch on Philippians 4 and 13. I can do all things through Christ, which gives me strength, mm-hmm. you know, because there's going to be times in life where he's feeling like, can I do this? You know, right. I'm feeling weak. Like, am I strong enough to do this? Like, you got God in you. God is always with you. You can do anything, period. Right. You know, and um, also Romans 8 and 31 if God is for us, who can be against us? Mm-hmm. So if the most high is for you, you think it matter if Jack and Jill and Bill and Lil, you know, right. not for you, that don't matter, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. <laughs> yeah. It's the truth. You know, God is for you. So, um, yeah. And, and I think another one when it comes to um, instilling just Bible scriptures mm-hmm. And just, I try to instill the love of God in my kids. And um, I tell them, you know, mommy and daddy love you, but most of all, God loves you. Mm -hmm. And that's just something that I want them to start to kind of experience and just to hear even now for so when they're older, you know, they take ownership of that themselves. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Um, Is there another tip that you've come across? And so something I'm trying to do is really to lead by example. I know growing up, you know, sometimes you can hear an adult speaking negatively about themselves Mm -hmm. and it impacts, it impacts you. Mm -hmm. So I try to be careful about my own self-talk in front of them, you know, and even just talking about it now, I feel like I can probably do more of saying positive things about myself yeah. in front of them. Yeah, yeah. You have to catch yourself with that. I know mm-hmm. I've I've done that sometimes too. Like, ooh, you know, my back looked big today. I'll say something about myself and not even heard Kay, you know, trying to correct me like, Mom, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my son shouldn't be telling me that. You know, I, he shouldn't be hearing me say that about myself and the same for Chris too he can be critical on himself too so um we have to catch ourselves and check ourselves Mm -hmm. yeah um I guess I'll also say I know what's big right now um because Kay we're trying to instill like boundaries like setting boundaries Mm -hmm. in him um sometimes he'll get like overly excited and like he'll like you know get in your face 
you know, he'll just randomly, you know, maybe want to swipe your thigh, you know, just like random stuff. And, you know, we're trying to set those boundaries to him, you know, like, okay, we got to respect personal space, mm-hmm. you know, um, because you, I feel as if, you know, if you set the boundary of personal space, you know, it'll help foster respect and, you know, knowing, okay, I don't want anybody in my personal space right. as well. And, you know, and having respect for myself and I have to respect that that person wants respect for themselves. Right. And, um, and I also feel as if that can turn into knowing when to say no, setting that boundary to saying no. So you're not a people, a people pleaser, mm-hmm. you know, just doing what everybody else wants you to do. And, you know, just being yourself and being firm in yourself and in your decisions. And I feel as if setting boundaries can do that. Yeah, definitely can yeah. start, you know, yeah, and lead to being able to do those other things yeah. as far as being okay with being yourself. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Question. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think you were when you were younger, do you think you had anybody to like instill that confidence in you or speak affirmations over you? I don't think in the way that we talk about now or mm-hmm. like intentionally in a way that we do now. Um, I know with dad, it was more tough love. Mm-hmm. It was more like, you know you can do better than that. Yeah. You know, when you're going to start living up to your potential. He, he used to say that all the time. And I would try to grasp like, what What's potential he is he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, when you, when you gonna start living yeah. up to your best. And I'm like, yeah. So it was always more of a push. How do you him. get to your best? Like, you right. know, what are those steps in there that help you get to your potential and your best? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was more of a push for him. And I think, with mom, it was more of like the um more biblical. Yeah. I would say with her and more scripture. Yeah. Scriptures with her as yeah. far as, you know, Philippians four thirteen and um just Psalms twenty three. It was more porn in that way, I would say. But as yeah. far as like affirmations that we talk about now, you're smart, you're intelligent. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Same for me. Yeah. Same for me. But I can say who was like a huge, just positive voice and like a cheerleader for me and just for us was our grandmother, yes. like Barbara Ann Ash. Yes, yes. You know, she made you feel like you could do anything. She did. She did. Know. She did. It could be something small, but she made it big. Mm-hmm. She did. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was as far as close as, as affirmations, it would be from grandma. Yeah. Same. I can say the same. Um, you know, like you said, from mom, you're more so biblical. Um, I really didn't, you know, get the affirmation thing. Like you said, you know, with dad, he passed away when I was young. So mm-hmm. I don't really, you know, even too much remember him giving me tough love outside, you know, getting maybe a spanking on my birthday or yeah. something like that. He was pretty spoiled, though. Okay, he was yeah, that's pretty what soft y'all on you. That's what y'all, I remember getting the yeah. beating, though. The beating and the pinching. You know, a pension in the flick. I remember. He <laughs> was pretty soft on you, man. But, yeah, I guess, you know, since I was a baby. Baby girl. Be a little easing, yeah. But yeah, um, so I guess us having that, I guess, lacking like the affirmations, um, like how we want to instill it into our kids, I guess that's why we maybe put so much of an emphasis on doing it for our kids because we know how important it is because I feel as if, when you don't have that as a child, you kind of have to learn how to build your own confidence as an adult. Mm-hmm. 
And sometimes, you know, when you don't have that, you kind of believe anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You kind of start to look at yourself, well, you know, maybe I can't do this. Or mm-hmm. Maybe I am that. But I feel like um, maybe if we were to have those affirmations, it could have changed our mind right. a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I know you talked about getting bullied mm-hmm. about your skin complexion, mm-hmm. you know, in elementary school. And I know this is something you told us like later on. It's like, I know. I wish that's something you would have told us. I know. Then, but how would you say that's impacted how you believe about yourself as you got in older? Or how did you s- learn how to believe positive about yourself with that being your experience? Yeah. I don't know why I didn't tell y'all. I guess. I was embarrassed, mm-hmm. you know, I guess I was embarrassed that that was happening to me. Um, and I guess I didn't know how, you know, you guys would address it. You know, I know mom and grandma would have been up there expeditiously, okay? <laughs> but, you know, superintendent and everything. But, um, you know, I don't know why I didn't say anything. I guess embarrassment and it was a shock, like a culture shock, you know, coming from a school in Fort Valley, yeah. you know, Hunt Primary, predominantly black. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to see, you know, a more so predominantly white school. And not only am I a tar baby, but I'm country at the same time. So mm-hmm. I got a country accent and I'm a tar baby. And that's so the I'm, term they used. They called, they said that I have mud on my face, wipe that tar off your face. And then over time, as I started to kind of like adapt, I guess their accent a bit, I became an Oreo. Mm-hmm. I'm black on the outside, but I talk like a white girl. So um, it had me looking at myself because I, I remember, you know, I know we talked about how I was like super confident, you know, and outgoing as a kid. Mm-hmm. I noticed when I started to become older and I moved down here and I experienced that, I kind of started to draw back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm cautioning myself like, you know, well, am I really this pretty? You know, should I be this confident? And all types of things, man. I have stories for days. I had a um, Caucasian best friend and I remember um, I met her mom for the first time and she told me her mom said, um, she said, you were pretty for your kind. Mm. And I'm like, you know, and I'm young, but in my mind, I'm like, no, that ain't that ain't right. You knew something. I knew that wasn't right. And I remember I stopped talking to her for a bit. Um, yeah, I knew that wasn't right. It was just a culture shock. And um, yeah, it, um, like I said, had me looking at myself a little different. Um, but over time, I guess, once I started to get to middle school mm-hmm. and now those same Caucasian, you know, boys that were picking on me now want my number, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, obviously some do look good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm black, but you want me though. You choose so, it. Yeah, you choose it. So like, so I guess over time that's kind of made me look at myself like, okay, well, maybe I, you know, I do look good. Maybe I am pretty. And, and as I gotten older... I started, you know, just be a little bit more educated and just know that black is beautiful and everything like that. And um, I mean, people was choosing, you know, so mm-hmm. it's just, you know, okay, I'm cute. But the funny thing is, even as I gotten older, still being around those white kids, they still would kind of say, or just black kids, you know, you're pretty for a dark girl. Mm-hmm. You're one of the prettiest dark skinned girls, you know, that I've been around. And it got to a point to where I just, you know, just started to accept it. I didn't even say anything anymore. So, yeah. And also, I remember, I think another reason why I didn't really say anything as a kid when it came to getting bullied about my skin complexion, I remember, like, I would have to wear my hat on the playground, like, around the kids, because, you know, mama would be like, my skin is getting darker. 
you know, so she'll tell my teacher to tell Kevin to put her hat on when mm -hmm. she go outside. So I just started to, you know, accept the negative things. But yeah, as I got older, um, just started, you know, attacking to myself a bit. Started, mm -hmm. okay, you know, I do look good and I am pretty. And just like I said, with the education and time, it just, you know, I mean, and let me not spit it like I'm the most confident person. You know, I still have days where I'm still like, you know, everybody does. Right. You know, where they're like, ugh. But um, yeah, I'll say just time and educating myself and God and, you know, help me navigate that. So you would say it's more of an internal thing now, that validation and confidence? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, I had those moments where, like, I'm having imposter syndrome, you know, and I'm sabotaging myself and I have to remind myself like girl you've done this 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 and this you mm -hmm. know you'll be you, you got it going on you just gotta speak that into yourself you have to remind yourself of who you are and what you're capable of and where you come from mm -hmm. and I say that um Chris does a good job in helping me with that he mm -hmm. does like it's times where he'll catch me like talking negative about myself and he like girl you did, girl. You was in labor on, um, <laughs> on your first day of class. Like, be quiet, you know. Okay. So he's good with um, helping me reel myself back in. Okay, so mm -hmm. that, that, um, creates that positivity for you. Yeah, he does. But mm -hmm. just to kind of go back to where you said people would say you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl. Mm -hmm. And I think recently we've started to realize that that's not okay to say. Mm -hmm. You know, like to hear that from another black person you okay for someone with a darker complexion and yeah. just how colorism has played you know black people and how we treat each other no like you just got it you you know you're just, just you're just pretty. pretty yeah yeah that sucks but see you know just like you said it's like just now that we know that those terms aren't okay it, being younger you just accepted it mm -hmm. you know you know you may not like it. I don't want to be pretty for a Darcy girl. I'm just pretty. Right. But you just roll with it. You accepted it. Yeah. 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 It's not okay. Yeah. And I not think okay. that's I think that's sad and corrections have to take place. And I know, like you mentioned with Kate, mm -hmm. you tell him now, you know, your skin is beautiful. And I know with Torian, as far as affirmations, he were he's real like kind of just straight forward with the kids. Yeah. And, simple your black is beautiful my black is what <laughs> and they just yell beautiful my yeah black is beautiful yeah and so i think it's necessary though yes like you think it's a small thing or you think they won't remember it but it's a big deal mm -hmm. it's needed i feel like having had i had that that could have made that much of a difference mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and um and i know you said yeah with me speaking that into kate you know i might have to speak that into casey as well yeah you know she might, you know, like turn to a chocolate drop. You know, like she's getting older. And she's changing and that's okay. That's, that's beautiful. You know. They have to know she she'll have to know not to accept certain things like I like I did. That's what I would want to instill in my babies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so thank you all for listening. We're gonna close out with prayer. Thank you, Heavenly Father, um, for this day, Lord God. Thank you for the time together with Kaylin, Lord. I ask that you be with everyone, Lord God, mothers, parents, um, children, as we prepare to go back to school, Lord God. I ask that um, your Holy Spirit, Lord God, rest with us as parents, Lord God, and also just go and protect our children, Heavenly Father. 
I ask that you would walk with us, Lord God. Comfort our hearts, Heavenly Father. We love you. Um, we thank you, Heavenly Father. In your heavenly name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Episode nine in the book. Mm-hmm.